how's it going everyone so i'm not sure if you can hear the hissing in the background you might not be able to hear it but i've, I've got a brew on just in case you have i'm making a hot water while i'm in the middle of recording this intro for this week's podcast but in this one today me and laura dive super deep as we always do um i know that the kind of the topic of off-grid living and kind of escaping the matrix is something that's very much linked to a lot of you and, and obviously on your thoughts in regards to a lot of your journeys i know a lot of you always reach out and you are a lot of you out there are all saying that you're interested in kind of moving your life more in this way uh, it's highly linked to a lot of deep spirituality topics and it brings a lot of introspection on the journey of awakening too um so this is me and laura sharing you letting you in very deeply as we do so i hope you respect that and we're just basically sharing our journey through the lens of moving into a more living more sustainable and how that's linked to our awakenings and how it's linked to, to our spiritual journeys so i hope you like it anyway um we have two microphones in the, in this one this time around uh microphones had broke but what, actually what happened is i met up with i don't know if you guys can remember chris who used to who used to do the podcast with years ago and he's doing really well he's also just about to have a baby as well which is really cool and he showed us around the baby room which was awesome it was really nice to meet up with him again and we had a, a nice day out and we hung out and um, i hadn't seen him for quite a while probably about maybe a year one year i hadn't seen him maybe a bit longer so um it was really nice to kind of properly catch up and uh share our journeys and what we've been up to which is really nice so anyways he had a, one of the old podcast mics when we used to do it together so we kind of kindly give it back to us so we can now me and laura both have two mics now so you can find chris for that one but he's doing really well and it was really nice to hang out with him so that's for ogs on the podcast who used to remember when i used to do the podcast when i first started with chris anyway uh so anyway this one's a uh, i hope you really like this podcast if you can as always check out the one of donation option and the patreon page helps me keep doing this podcast been doing this such a long time and it's through the patrons donations that allows me to to keep this thing going i really mean that uh, i'm also now offering some one-on-one personal coaching if that interests you um I, I am in a position now where i can i feel confident enough in myself that i've learned a lot about um from my own journey that i can kind of help and uh, direct people in certain ways in their lives so if, if you're in need out there and you need someone who you can speak to to bounce some ideas off you need a friend to talk to you need some you need to work on some emotional stuff whatever it is i can offer that service now so that's all i'm going to say anyway so enjoy this one big love catch you soon how's it going everyone so this one today me and laura wanted to dive into the topic of um living in a in normal society living in the matrix um versus kind of moving towards a lifestyle that's more alternative to living off grid so like a common theme of um as you you're all familiar with that me and laura kind of are entangled right in the center of this thing right now you know we're in the middle of like basically in this transitional period which i think is going to be you know it's very going to be very raw and real as we're kind of like still in this now and we're transitioning over to living off grid to kind of give our 
perspective on how we've got to this position and how we see ourselves in the future you know moving forward with this so a lot of people obviously um you know a lot of people are kind of wanting to live a lifestyle that's more alternative want to live a life that's kind of escaping matrix to some degree um but obviously there's always a lot of stumbling blocks that come up with that you know there's a lot of kind of sticking points in people's minds of like how do i do this and a lot of people have many different questions uh, questions around this you know so as you all know more and more people are wanting to kind of transition away from the matrix and live you know a lifestyle that's more sustainable more community based growing their own foods but through that process and obviously i know because i'm still in it and i've obviously been sitting and simmering in, in this question and this topic for quite a long time there's obviously a lot of uncertainty how you go all the way from the matrix to live in an alternative lifestyle you know so how do you basically go from you know living in a normal job working a nine or five a standard matrix job whatever you want to call it and go all the way from that and transition over into living an alternative lifestyle so me and laura wanted to dive into this one because this is something that like i said we're still working through you know so what's what's your thoughts on that for you how was how has your journey looked um i think my journeys look slightly different to yours for me it's like i've done it's more so about like shed, doing the internal work and shedding and shedding sort of dependencies and realizing like when you're dependent on something you're actually quite yeah kind of at the whim of that thing so for me it was just I was kind of doing a lot of emotional work and realizing that I want to take away as much dependency on other things as possible I want to become as self-dependent as possible and kind of live a more conscious life that's sort of in one with the elements and and kind of in a collaborative sort of relationship with nature and so kind of doing the internal work kind of helped me shed a lot of my kind of addictions to I still have a lot of addictions don't get me wrong but it helped me shed sort of a lot of my addictions to kind of things that I could kind of cut down and and free up my life in certain areas to make this more a viable thing for me so I think that was more um, my sort of approach. I know you had quite a lot more on you. You had a mortgage and a house and stuff. I didn't have that. So it's been a bit more easier for me to kind of float into this lifestyle. Whereas you, you've had to strategically go through that if you want to yeah. di- dive into that. Yeah, so I think it's a good point to make that. It, it is like a, what I under, un, understand about this process of, of like moving it towards this lifestyle. And don't get us wrong, like I say, we're still in this emotionally. You know, we're still... Like stumbling our way through this and figuring things out and getting challenged and having days where we cry and then like thinking right we'll find this solution here but um it is there's no doubt to me that this this because you know we're no longer we as human beings we've kind of moved so far away from what we were in the past you know like to live in a more a lifestyle that's more one with the land you know we're so far removed from that right now so we all know that inside of us there is a itch for a lot of us to move back into this way of life and I've, it's something that's been within me for such a long time i've always been kind of looking at the way that we're living like how we pay for someone we you know we pay for water when water should be free we um pay for even to build a house when I, to build a house the materials are, are, are free on the earth you know we should be able to build a house ourselves and so on and so on and so on growing our own food supermarkets blah blah blah, blah. so for me it's there's always been an itch in me to kind of like move more back to that self-dependency you know i know that that's where the power has always been if you if you kind of if you're in control of your own water your food your community um 
your house, then you know no one can control you from that position. Because we've all seen on the planet over the last two years of how that's completely been highlighted. You know, if you're not in control of these natural elements, you know, it's, someone else can dictate the rhythms of your life. You know, you've got to work so many, you've got to work 50, 60 hours a week just to to keep them things propped up. You know, <clears throat> so it's been something that I've been working on for quite a long time, and it's been a huge itch of like taking my power back. But it's, I feel like it's a, like you said, I think it's an emotional thing. It's, I think one of the biggest things that gets overlooked with this way of living is emotionally working through the emotions and working through the, the dependencies that you have with like the mental chains that you have because it's more so about the mental chains. Like people think that it's like, it's about all about the physicalities, but it's actually more so the, it's the mental chains that we have in our mind mm-hmm. of, of an our mental attachments that we have to the system. Like that famous quote that says, I might butcher this, but you know the famous quote that says some of the most, um, like the real chains aren't, the real chains are mental. Like mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. you know, it's of, it's of the mind, it's of the mind, you know. It's pretty much like how like um, it's pretty much like the the example of where where there's a like there's a meme of I don't know if you've seen the meme but there's a meme of like a dog in a cage and the cage is always open but the mm-hmm. dog doesn't know that he can just push the cage open you yeah. know it's very much similar yeah. to like the mental the mental uh, chains that we have upon ourselves so you've got to slowly like what I started doing is I started working through the mental chains you know like where could I like loosen my emotional dependency on something like where I was. Like for example, like, like there's, there's, we all know that a lot of them dependencies are the things that keep us locked into the mortgage. You know, like if you need six flat cars, um, mm-hmm. if, you, if you've got a big debt around your neck, yeah. if you have all these things around you, all these chains, you know, all these mental chains and physical chains, and it makes it a lot harder to, it makes you harder to 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 escape Babylon, escape the matrix, and it's set up in a way. Obviously, from a, from a young child, you know, we're taught the narratives that you get a house, you get a mortgage, you live this way, and this is the only way. And then you go down that road, you follow your parents' patterns, and everyone just follows each other all the way down mm-hmm. that same road. But obviously, then eventually, you have to go on your own journey where you start. You know, you start looking into minimalism, you start minimalizing your life, you start looking into your finances. Like, where can I start saving money? Where can I do this? <coughs> And you start look also looking at like, like I remember for for me one of my journeys to get to that is you know I started even just like discovering like trying like alternatively like dipping into that way of life you know like can I live in a, in a van mm-hmm. so that I know in my mind that if I need to sort of transition and off grid living like we're doing now you know we we're we're living in a van we're recording this in a van now so to transition over into that lifestyle you know I wanted to test myself can I live in a van you know before I even get off grid I know that my middle step for my for our journey and I just wanted to see how everyone's journey is going to look like different you know like this is I'm just describing our journey here you know it might look different there's there's multiple ways to this but I knew for our path my, my path that I had to get in a van so that I could transition over so the van could be off grid then transition over and use that as a base to practically work on 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 a piece of land you know mm-hmm. so we still had you know we still had the the the, the the co- sort of the matrix bridge you know you still got the wi-fi you still got the electricity you can still cook food so we're not doing it like 100 percent hunter gatherer living in the field yeah. you know i was i was one i was um up for that um it might have might happen you never know how what the universe is going to install everything in the van could blow up and burn up you know so yeah. but currently right now we have that bridge onto the into the van onto the land but i just wanted to test myself and i was like going out on a weekend testing myself like doing bushcraft kind of light a fire kind of like sleep on the floor kind of like sleep in a van with hardly anything in it and then i discovered what i needed in a van like 
what works in a van like i know i need water i know i need gas so that when i actually get a proper van that i can live in that's a bit bigger like this i know what needs to be done mm -hmm. and then along that journey learning the process learning the tools learning the skills yeah. like putting a boiler in le learning plumbing like getting to understand elect how electrics work figuring everything out you know like and then through that process as i've physically gone through that emotionally i've been able to think like oh well actually I don't need this in my life i actually don't need this thing i don't require to have this i don't require to have a shower every single day of the week and on and on and on yeah. and on so it goes that the spectrum of that physically and emotionally goes through everything like i mean the only way i can describe this is like you know the fears that we all have around this are 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 them are them are the are most of the time are our attachments to babylon you know mm -hmm. like the root questions why people don't want to transition over into an alternative way of lifestyle or make the make the tests and challenges is because it's like people have them questions you know them burning questions of like well how can i have a shower you know if yeah. i live in a van how can i have a shower but it's just like anything you know you figure it out you know you can have an instant hot water boiler like we've got you know I think and you like, can run it on solar like we have exactly like we, what you were saying it's like <coughs> stripping stripping it down to the like the minimal elements like just going out in in the tiny little van we had and like there was no toilet there was like a little gas cooker we had and we we're just there was no mattress or anything we just slept on like the bare floor of the van and just going from that like we realized that we could we could live minimally and so now like when we step into this van and we built this van it's like oh we can we know what we do need and i think that's i think that's what stops a lot of people from doing it. i think the society we live in gives people a false sense of security and i think that you know we, we can go to the supermarket and just get any sort of exotic fruit and vegetable that doesn't grow in this country and um it's it's we're privileged to to be able to do that but it also makes us dependent on supply chains and if like if anything from the last two years has taught us is that you know the the fragility how well i don't know if that's a word but how fragile the system is and so i think that especially has kind of made us realize how elusive this feeling of security is in the system it's like it's it's so fragile and I think that's especially why, like, we've kind of decided to move off grid. And I think a lot of people are kind of heading towards that way because the system that we're dependent on is isn't as solid as we kind of thought it once was. Yeah, well, that's that's one of the biggest questions that a lot of people. That's one of the black spots in people's minds. That's one of the emotional blocks that people have to go through. Is because when you when people do want to transition over to this way of life, it's like the security element in people's mind. It's like the uncertainty. You know, people's like, well, what's it, how am I going to get there? Like, what's it going to look like? Like, how am I going to make money? Da -da -da -da. All these like all these moments of uncertainty that are an emotional thing. Really, you have to work through them. Um, but obviously, to get to that, it's a it's a process. You know, because if you kind of like. I find that you know, knowledge is always power, and if you have like a a, a higher perspective and, and you and you and you and you operate more from a higher mind, you can observe reality in a different way. You know, it makes these transitions much easier. You know, like for example, like I know that rea reality itself is fragile. You know, there's a there's a finite nature to reality in itself. Anyway, nothing's uncertain. Mm -hmm. You might not even wake mm -hmm. up tomorrow morning exactly. and, and be alive. You know, so like you can kind of. Adopt that higher mind and take it into the, take it into life. That, that's what I that's what I've tried to, to do. I've found that that as I've kind of evolved myself, like as I've kind of evolved in my own self, when I've been in a matrix job or when I've like been like quote unquote doing something in normal quote unquote society, it makes that a lot easier because you you're in them spaces with a higher mind, mm -hmm. so you can 
so what I found is that as you evolve yourself, you know, these decisions, these emotional decisions become easier to make. Like, it becomes easier to think, like, well, I'm, I can really see that there isn't, like, it's a, like, it is a false, it, it looks like security, but it's a real false sense of security, like you're saying, or like, mm-hmm. like, look, I can just go to the shop and get food, but what like can you really when you have the higher mind you can see how fragile it is mm-hmm. you know you can see if you look around on the roads you can see all the supply lines taking all the food and all the supermarkets um but i can switch me i can switch me water on you know i can switch, switch me gas and electric but how expensive is gas and electric getting now you know exactly. but i've got my car and fill my petrol car but how's expensive mm-hmm. petrol getting mm-hmm. you know so like it goes on and on and on and i think what i know what we are going to see and we've we've seen this a long time ago but in the coming up in the future we are going to be able to see the landscape of that develop much more rapid and people are going to be faced with it and start to emotionally really get to see it like if what we haven't just come through over the last two years hasn't really shown people that of like the fragile nature of society i think over the next few years we're going to get to see that more and more like Mm -hmm. when when we see like where the true value really is you know like the true value is in is in having tools having trades having like um you know being self-sustainable like having your own land having your own water source having your own growing your own foods and we're going to see in the future like from a practical level how that is going to be it's going to start moving more so people are going to be able to realize that oh it wasn't real security you know Mm -hmm. so i think that's emotionally i think that's the kind of the process that we've already worked through but that's going to start coming more and more in the future definitely i think it's it's, it is going to be a (coughs) real movement because at the moment it's like a pressure cooker and i think a lot of people are like we're living in these little honeycombs like all compact with each other not a lot of us know our neighbors we're dependent on we're so detached from the whole process of our own food and we're so detached from the the true cost of things it's like we use this van's all built out of wood but we didn't it takes like i don't know how long it takes for a tree to grow to to have all this wood it could be 40 years just for one tree to supply a little bit of wood and I think when we live off grid, we're going to really start to see the true value of things. Like, okay, this tree gives us this amount of wood, and we use this amount of wood for this amount of like fires. And this is yeah. what it's like. We're going to really start to become more connected with nature, and I think that's going to be a beautiful thing. Can I just quickly add? Sorry, I was going to quickly mm-hmm. add. I think uh, what I was going to just add quickly, I was going to say emotionally as well. I think what's coming. I think we're either going to you get it up. Op- I think what we all get an opportunity to do now is you get an opportunity individually to face that question yourself. Or the universe is gonna, if it already hasn't, is gonna make you face that emotional, emotional like essence of of what's coming. Yeah. Because yeah. like a lot of people are still hiding away from it, you know. Now thinking, oh, I'm still cush, you know. I'm still everything's okay. I'm still fine, because that's one of the things that changed our plans. Also, you know, we were still thinking we're still fine. We'll go to the supermarket, but then what's come along over the last two years? It's give us that fuel to realize that that no, we need to change our plans now. We need to get this in place now. So mm. so this can't ever happen again, you know. So Definitely. we can't be in a position where someone tells you that you need to take something to do something or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I think more so it's <coughs> going to be the, the stress of like the how expensive day-to-day life's getting. I know I've used this quote so many times on the podcast, but Terence McKenna said he's like, capitalism won't fail. Um, it'll just charge you $20 for a cup of coffee. And I think this is what it's getting to. Like pe- petrol's so expensive now. Just people use just use their cars just mainly to get to work now and then that's the the cost of fuel's gone up so high the cost of the gas and electric to support you you know you're going to work to to pay for your house to pay for your bills you're out all day 
out you're not in your house you're paying for your house but you're not in your house it's yeah. it's just bizarre and i think a lot of people are going to really face where's that tipping point because it's going to be there's going to be a tipping point oh, with that definitely you know? and i think this is where why you can no longer you can no, no longer validate like driving your car you know to mm-hmm. just to to, ha- to drive to work to have an empty house you know it's like it you're is, not going to be able to validate them, them that crossover you, you know it's madness when you step back from it and i think that's <clears> the point you made before so important about having faith in a higher power and being able to have that broader aperture because it's like when you when you can kind of step back and take a bird's eye view and kind of put your faith in something higher you, you have this different way of seeing things and you can kind of see how mad this is it's like you'll drive all the way to get to work and or you'll drive to the supermarket but you've got like a, a garden out front that you could be growing growing and that, your yeah, own and, that, and that's the thing like that's the thing is when you have faith in a higher power you know that the, the faith that you have in the higher power is greater than the faith that you have in the system you know that's mm-hmm. like you, you start to realize that that that's how you can that's how you, i find you can start overcoming these blocks you know because you you understand that the universe will just prevail it will turn up for you, you know that is the that's the true higher power that you need to to turn trust in it's the mm-hmm. only higher power is that 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 really truly has got you back you know like the the mechanical world it looks like it's got you back to some degree but it'll 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 use you and spit you out uh, in, in a second you know oh definitely definitely i forgot what i was going to say there i was something about um it's like when you have that faith in the higher power it also takes that it takes that pressure off of yourself because you can your, your vision's quite narrow when you just you know we can't see everything but the higher power sees all yeah. and so if you put that faith in that it's a, it takes a lot of pressure off of things well look even in our life like the things that well i was just we, we went for a walk before and i was telling you about how how even like things are just turn they'll just turn up you know like you can't see the like i couldn't see the road the road wasn't cl- completely clear for me i had an overall vision of what i wanted to go to and how we wanted to live our lives and we're still uh, in the middle of that kind of scrambled scrambledness now because we're back in the matrix but we we have that o- bigger overall vision that we know that we're heading towards in that direction so we're just going to move there no matter what mm-hmm. but it's like you know it's like um once you have the faith in something something higher than you you can use that to navigate through that journey instead of just feeling like that you're just on that hamster wheel and society's taking you you can like use the you can you can use have that whole have that higher mind in your head and and you just have faith that you don't know the direction you don't know how how you're going to get there but you know you're going to get there and you know something's going to open up for you and and just pave the way and that's what it that's what it's done for me like i just knew in my head yeah you know what i mean and when you were when you were <coughs> just saying all that, I was really just like te- nearly tearing up because I just remembered like th- three years ago in my life, like wanting to thinking about starting a podcast and calling it Ascending stuff, and yeah. and ha- starting to develop that faith in a higher power, and then just like really tuning in this moment, like being sitting with you doing a podcast on the Ascend podcast, and what what we're heading towards, and it's just like. It was just like a full circle moment for me, just like realizing, like, wow, there is there's a higher power guiding no, us all to where we're meant to be. But it's and you did, you don't even it goes so quick. You don't even in the end you you don't even know how it got there. You just know mm-hmm. it just happens. You know it just turns up like every look like for example for for us now a journey like we've seen the craziness over the last year of how much and listen we haven't even got started yet. Like I'm gonna feel that now we haven't even got started in terms of like what's coming and what's turning up, but look people looking in who watch this podcast think like like you know people can people look in and go like oh well how have you done this how have you done that and it's like i don't know we're just doing it like we've just turned up mm-hmm. for the universe and we're just we know we, we tr- entrust and that's things are turning up for us yeah. and the right people will turn up for you like like listen you turned up for me 
like you know like you turned up for me then people around us so far not to mention names but people around us have also turned up the right people to help us who we can have connections with who like can share ideas with like help us practicality from a legal perspective of how you do this like you know we've seen all the people we, we, we can still see the people who was turning up and the connections that are forming yeah it's like you've just got to have faith in that that you might not know where you're going but just know that like once you on the path to it it will just pave the way like the universe wants you to move you know like the universe wants you to move like so that it can like it, it it's like remember um that uh, what clara said like when clara said you know like you know the universe wants like the mist wants you to open up for the mystery so the mystery can creep in mm. well there's no greater way of, of like like there's no greater way for the universe to creep in than just to follow it move into that uncertainty Mm -hmm. like move into where your fears are because when you move into where the fears are it's like the universe goes well here you go here you go here you go and i think as people get stuck in like (coughs) certain routines i know i felt that with starting a job again it's just like you wake up you do your routine you go to work you come home and you switch off kind of thing and people get stuck in those routines but just shaking things up by making a big decision changing your job maybe leaving your job starting a business create like opening up space in your day-to-day life that allows god to enter in and allows the universe to enter in and from a more like from a practical sense as well like trying to like go back into that mindset of like when i was like i have slowly starting to like move things in my life you know like i was starting to like you know like start to like practically tick like get rid of the mortgage from from that i had you know sell the car that i that was costing like the expensive car that i had and all these different little transitions in you know like not going out on a weekend and not drinking alcohol you know like you know like you know you know, you know what i mean kind mm-hmm. of like re re kind of like reshuffling every every aspect of my life it's a process to that you know it's like slowly like chipping away at each little step like even like one step for me like sounds so mad but it was like not even using like uh soap mm-hmm. like it's like it sounds so crazy these little steps in between but it's like little stuff like that it's like no longer using soap it's mm-hmm. like no longer kind of like buying plastic bottles it's like buying a water system where i don't require any plastic i can mm-hmm. just get water source from anywhere in the van filter me water and it's like all these little minute things all accumulate up to make you the human that you are so that you can move into something more sustainable you know mm-hmm. so that you're not just kind of like you know because it's, it's like it's like um it's like what um like you know it's like the transition of of like say for example a modern human being you know like his whole diet is consumed of takeaways and he's relying upon mcdonald's or something or he's relying on kfc and then imagine just like switching that human and putting him in like living in making him eat like nutritious food that's grown out the ground or making him see are you going by the way you're not drinking water you're not drinking coca-cola anymore you're drinking that well water mm-hmm well he's going to be sick he's going to be he's going to purge he's going to be a purge in that so there's a purge there's a purge like that happens from you saying that you want something different to move into to that lifestyle mm-hmm. because if you just go instantaneously from the human being to that lifestyle it's going to be too much for the system you know it was for us like yeah. when we even went to pineal even that was too big we leaped a little bit too quick for us on mm-hmm. our journey now yeah so we're like tip we're, we're like moving again slowly but you have to have like little increments in between, like emotionally and physically, 
so that you so that it, it prepares you you know it's like it's it's like for example it's like you you you, you couldn't just like to go really metaphysical it's like you can't just you can't just have all the wisdom and knowledge like that straight away like mm-hmm. you, your body wouldn't know what was going on be like oh like the, the frequency needs to like chew you need you to chew up you know chip away, you need yeah. to chew up you know what we're ready for it it reminds me of that is it plato that said this or i can't remember who exactly <coughs> said oh hippocrates it's like before you ask someone if they want to heal ask them if they're willing to give up the things that made them sick in the first place yeah and if that's that's it it's just slowly chipping away from the toxicity of your own life and that can be like mental toxicity the thing the thoughts you say to yourself your emotional wounds and it could be things that you're literally putting inside your body as you start opening up space in your life you start allowing different frequencies to come in higher frequencies and then that's how things manifest into something beautiful what was so what what was can you, like I know like we've just described there I probably said what motivation was wrapped in that but what was what was your motivation for like for for, for living this way or, or or wanting to move in a direction that we're moving into because like we said we're still not there yet you know we're still mm-hmm. chipping we're still chipping away at our game you know yeah um and we're but obviously we're going to we're in the mat- working in the matrix now which we're obviously that's we're using that as our little bridge but then obviously in a few weeks time we're going to be back like developing the land and stuff so what's your motivation for that way of life that you feel that you want to move towards my motivation like to a more self-sustainable that. let grow new own like, food like what got me into that or what's like, like kind what's, of my motivation? what's your fire what's the fire behind it um i think it's basically having kids and and knowing that i want my kids to to not live in this system because i i see how like it was brutal when i was a kid but it's like it's so much more brutal now and I just, I can't let my kids grow up in this system. I want them to run barefoot on the grass. I want them to have a connection with the food that they're eating. I don't want them to be put in a, a schooling system that can put anything in their bodies just by, you know, if you send them there, that's that's informed consent, apparently. Um, I just want to kind of give my kids a much, a much better life than what we were handed. And I think living off grid, it'll be a great, a great thing to do for children. Yeah, I think for me, like it's my motivation behind it. There's, there's so much wrapped in it, but I could like, I could rattle off everything that I disagree with in in the society, (laughs) you know, like from every single angle, and I could like obviously, I could go into like the power, power, powerlessness of society and how I feel like we've got no power and that we need to take our power back. It also could speak about like revolution. How I believe that true revolution is like you know true revolution is like shit in the bucket. You know, you true revolution is shit. taking care of your own shit. Yeah, literally. Um, and I can also go into the fact of like how what we've seen over the last few years, how everyone's begging and pleading for the for someone else to do it for them. You know, when really we we have the power to to to, to stop that. You know, and mm-hmm. take control of our own of our own destinies as human beings. You know, we all know where we need to go. But for me, I would go a bit deeper and say like that. I feel like there's always been something in me that's kind of doesn't get the way we live. Like mm-hmm. it really, it really has, and it's like, and there's been, and I'm still not here yet. There's still a lot of emotional work to get through that blocks that I know that's still there. That's been that I have picked up by living in Babylon. There's there is emotions that I'm still there. There is still mental chains in me that I'm still attached to that I'm slowly unraveling. And it might not seem like that for some people, but I'm just being honest. Like on a real deep level, when I tune in, I can still feel them elements. You know mm-hmm. that that are still pulling me. But there's always been something inside of us that's been driving us like away from that sanity, like that insanity. Sorry, mm-hmm. like I, I, I've knew, always knew it's like it's crazy. Like I've never ever understood like like the, the the separateness that we that we truly have from spirit within inside of ourselves. And I've looked at cultures of the past and understood how you know they were like what were they doing? They would 
they were they they were more connected but the reason why they were more connected is because they they were doing the fundamental things right you know and as a species we're not doing them fundamental things right you know we're so far removed from from spirit and that includes physicalities of how we live our life because yeah. we we can't get away from the fact of like it, you can meditate all you want in a cave but if you if you don't grow your own food like what's the point mm-hmm. you need to blend the two you know Definitely. like there's a there's a physicality and a metaphysical nature to who we are as human beings you know we're in physical bodies because we're human because that that's what we are we're human mm-hmm. but we're also gods as well you know at the same time you know so we to and what i find to truly like tap into that godlike nature we need to blend the metaphysical and the physical yeah. you know the, what's the point of like having a like what's the point of having a psychedelic experience if you can't integrate the, integrate the two worlds you know and i think i think that's beautifully put and i th- i think what what that also means is to to blend nature in with our lives because we're like at the moment we living in babylon you kind of visit nature nature is like a theme park that you go to visit no, whereas now is, whereas what we want to be doing is like living immersed in nature that's our true essence how to be living in that theme park yeah (laughs) yeah, that's our true nature is to be in in nature and there's like what was i seen somewhere that some sort of tribe doesn't even have a word for nature it just is it's like all of us that's i don't know where i've saw that but i thought that was a really big a lot of tribe a lot of interest in a lot of tribes don't even have words for for like like um for past for past and uh, sorry for for the for the past and the future yeah it's just all now it's all now that's really interesting what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, um, when we went out, we went out for a walk in the woods today, and we've been like so caught up in the routine of like working our jobs and stuff that we, I realized that the frequency was my frequency was so off from nature. I was just like, it felt like there was a, it felt like there was a strain behind my eyes, and you know there was a um, I don't know if it was a Native American quote that said like, the white man's always got a look in his eye like he's always going somewhere and we don't know where he's going and I felt that inside my own eyes when I was walking in nature I was like I was in this very sort of narrow consciousness and so we decided to kind of take our take our shoes off and get our feet in the water and stuff and kind of try to ground ourselves in nature and I still felt like there was a bit I still don't feel right I feel like I needed like ground for the rest of my life but um what you were saying is like you felt like you were getting like your senses back you said that you could start to smell the wild garlic again where you'd been kind of numbed out before that. And what I kind of said to you was um, that the modern society kind of is so overstimulating that you have to numb out those senses. You have to kind of numb yourself out. And we were talking to Martin Kenny at Pineal about this and he was saying about how like in Babylon you kind of have to eat meat, you have to eat dairy to kind of desensitise yourself to the, the frequency of it really. You to have fit to, in with the frequency. You have to, yeah, yeah, that's a better way to put it. You have to, you have to, f- like, you have to kind of lower your frequency to fit in. Otherwise, if you're if you're eating raw vegan in Babylon, yeah, you're, you're gonna be highly neurotic and overly sensitive because it's it's your your frequency's too off from where Babylon is. And I think what I'm looking forward to is kind of just getting back into the frequency of nature again and being in that because this system is is so brutal for your senses that's why it's it's like it's it's i mean i don't agree i I don't agree with this but i can understand it it's like i can see how like people are really enthralled by that having that level having a level of toxicity with inside themselves so they can just cope and just go along because society like like life is a frequency like society is a frequency and it's a frequency that's that's being pumped out you know for example if we go to 
you know what it's like if you're in nature and then you walk and you then you like you go all the way into say for example London London city centre like the 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 frequency of that like the like the pull in you the the, the toxicity of it it's like mm-hmm. it, it it's deep you know you feel it and it's like you can see why to, for people to cope with that frequency that they are taking stimulants they're taking eating shit food you know I can sympathise with it you know because I've felt them layers within me when we've been back kind of you know wanting to dip in that way of life definitely I felt it in me like you know I've I've, I've decided that I'm doing a full year like sober from alcohol and stimulants and coffee and um, all these sorts of things but going back to work I've kind of felt the felt the kind of the pull in me like wanting to have a cup of coffee because they're putting more they're putting more work on us and I need to do things as, as quickly and as efficiently as possible and having those stimulants do help out in environments like that. And I haven't I haven't done that, but I can definitely see how like people would fall into that. And especially if I think the good introspection that we've had from being back here and working a job is that we've got something to kind of we've got a mission, we've got something that we're working towards. It's but a lot, lot of, easier. a lot of people don't have that. They're kind of working in a job and they don't really see a lot of like a lot of future for themselves. I know I was like when I was working in a call centre, I didn't have any sort of. You just go along like you just, on the hamster you just, wheel. You just in the hamster wheel. It sweeps you. It sweeps you. And I think having that faith in a higher power is so important because it like it gets gives, you through them it, tough it, moments. It, it really does, and it. It takes the pressure off of you. It's like, okay, well, I'm doing what I can, but there's something else higher that's sorting this out for me, and that kind of takes the the pressure off. Oh, okay, I'll I'll not have this cup of coffee because I feel like, you know, there's a higher power helping me out in this, so I'm gonna help myself out a bit. And I, I will also say just like a hundred percent, a thousand percent agree with that because that's what exactly what I've that's what I embody. But also like from a practical sense, from a physical sense, having that like having that practical vision that you're working towards that's that feels clean that feels connected to that higher power like does this like for example people go like how can i how how can i attune to that you know like what what is it that i want to be doing you know like sit with yourself and ask yourself connect to your soul and say like what is it that i want like what do i want like people don't even ask themselves that question when you're in the matrix job or in the hamster wheel it's like you don't even go what do i want what does Mm -hmm. my soul want and you might not find it straight away. It might nothing might come up. You know, you might go, I can't even find anything. But eventually, by you prodding that question, it will emerge and it'll come up. And before yeah. you know it, you'll go like some idea will pop in your head or come from nowhere. You know, or something someone will turn up in your life. But just keep prodding that question, and it's like you'll create you'll create that physical vision. So it's like because I, I know that's what I did. It's like I had that physical vision of of like by prompting that question within that it it emerges you know mm-hmm. and i think it's just setting that t- setting that time out in your day to really check in with yourself to journal to meditate to set intentions to find gratitude i think that's so important because like you say we can get caught so caught up in the hamster wheel that we'll forget to kind of really tune in to be like okay what do i want what's my soul telling me what what am i feeling in my body what's my emotion is telling us why am i acting in certain ways and i think just having that practice even just five ten minutes a day just to really sit with yourself and check in is so important yeah so from a practical sense like for example just to switch it back a little bit like because one of the questions that a lot of people see um because i wanted to kind of like i I don't even know what the real purpose of this podcast was but i just like i said to you when we're going for a walk there was like sometimes like things come in my head and i've just got to kind of ideas come in and i feel like i've just got to flush them out Mm. and i think it's also for my my game as well because i think when i flush them ideas out it creates space for like the next thing to, to come up and the podcast's obviously like an extension of me, so it's kind of like, so I feel like by getting it out there, like letting the tentacles do its thing, it's obviously there must be something why it's like pushed, it's trying to like be birthed and like pushed out there. Mm-hmm. But from a practical sense, you get obviously like um, a lot of people 
obviously are questioning like like the, you know like the the steps it's like the you know like i said before it's the steps in between like what we were talking before like the security how do i do this like what's it going to look like completely like visually and obviously you know i would say like for example i mean we don't even know what it's going to look like for us yet we there's still uncertainties that we can feel and there's also joy that we can feel but it's like kind of just knowing like we've been saying having the faith like to step through them that it will it will work out but one of them questions that a lot of people say is like like for for us like i want to describe how it looks like for us because a lot of people say like one of the biggest ones that comes with that like the uncertainty is like is like the isolation they're like oh well are you going to be by yourself in the middle of nowhere i can't live in a field by myself in the middle of nowhere and it's like you know you off grid can look any way it wants to you it can it can come in many different shapes or forms so like for our personal journey this is just our personal journey so far with off grid living like i'm not limiting what's coming in the future could be in the middle of nowhere it could be on another planet you know who 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 knows what this realm (laughs) you know what i mean could be in the garden of eden i'm I'm ready for anything now i'm i'm I'm, I'm, nothing surprising me i'm not surprised motherfucker That's a, a, a Nate Diaz a quote. <laughs> I love that. He said, like, when you just say, like, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. That's like, that's how I we have that in my head. Every time I have a metaphysical experience, I'm just like, not surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> but um, I feel like um, the isolation one, because for us, for us, like, for our, so for our, how, we, how we're setting ourselves up in this is that we, up, you know, we're like, you know, we're like kind of like bridging that gap, you know, like, so for example, where our land is, it's like, it's going to be it's 20 minutes from civilization you know mm-hmm. but in that space of 20 minutes you're in the middle of nowhere you're completely away from anyone you know you can't even hear a, a car on the road all you can hear is the birds yeah. um but it's like you can live off grid that way you know like you can you can you can look whatever it wants to look like for you you can find that bridge to it you know Definitely. um you know, so for like for us, our decision was like, you know, we're 20 minutes away from civilization, you know, because we didn't understand there's a bridge and there's a crossover in between where we're going to need building supplies. We're going to need to still go to the supermarket so that we can bridge that gap before we grow our own foods. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll need an extra water source. So we discovered and found out there was a water source in the village. There was a water source like five minutes in the village that we could get in case we run out of water because we're living in a hot country that water runs out. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that, that that's one of, the, one of the things, you know, so it can... Like obviously you 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 set up in terms of like how you want to live, like so if you want to live off grid, you want to live more sustainable, can look in different diff, can can look differently for for like for different people, you know. Definitely, I think it's just about doing research and just feeling out what's what's right for you in particular. Um, because we kind of felt out the off grid community living with like pineal <coughs> and stuff, and we didn't really feel that it was for us. But you know, we've kind of got a dynamic where we've went were living independently like just me and you but we've got like neighbors around us and there's a, a really tight-knit pe- community of people living off-grid in our area so we've kind of got the best of both worlds with that so it's just really about just feeling out what feels feels right for you personally yeah and also like another one as well as like people say about um there's another one like uh, like kids like kids schooling and things like that like if i have kids like what's going to happen to kids are the kids going to have friends but it's like the same thing as you create your reality through through the means of how you want to set up you know like you can like what our vision currently right now is and i know it's going to evolve and it might look like something completely different but how we the trajectory that we see now is that we can see how there is other connections we'll make and people who are living 10 minutes away from us 30 minutes away from us and you know they're on the trajectory is very similar to us and you can see how our kids can intermingle with them 
you know we could even like some visions i have in my head is build our own school you know what i mean like i'm not I'm like honestly i'm not even like i'm putting that out there we build our own school you know we build an earth school and then we all come together as a group collective our kids go to this earth school you know like or we even or we homeschool like we, we've been contemplating that yeah we might homeschool our kids but I think you've got to be able to have flexibility in the way in in who you are, and, and like you've got to you've got to sometimes let down, like you've got to let down certain parts of you to to bring forward greater joy in other areas. Because I think that's what sometimes as human beings we we can't like see past, like the the immediate pleasures we have now. Mm-hmm. Like some people might think like well, like for example, it's like eating foods. It's like people don't get the concept of it's like well, but that, it's like the nice food doesn't taste as good. And it's like because you're desensitized to the nice food. It's yeah, like you, if you eat this packet of Skittles and then eat an apple. Like, what's like, going to taste exactly. better? Exactly, you're going to feel it on you. Uh-huh. And it, but it's like it takes time to de to like to desensitize your way and remove yourself away from that, so that you could then and eventually you can feel them greater pleasures. You know, mm-hmm. it's like people always say like you, like to me, do you ever ever like want to eat a McDonald's? Do you ever want to drink some alcohol? And it's like, do you never want to go a year without drinking alcohol and feel what that apple tastes like when you put it in your mouth? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like. I guarantee that there's not many people who can taste an apple like I taste an apple yeah. because they're desensitized. You know, it's like we don't understand what pleasures await us if through through actually like having a little bit of like um what's the word I'm looking for through like kind of like fasting like, through, a, like yeah, a dopamine yeah, fast from those yeah things. like from by removing by like having restraint in your mm-hmm, life what it. pleasures it actually brings like some of the pleasures are are, undoubt, are, are amazing mm-hmm. like the only way I can describe this is imagine not having sex for a month. Or, or, or not masturbating for two months or, for, or a year and then imagine doing it and what you feel like <laughs> you know like the senses and stuff you know so it's like it's the same thing it's like sometimes we can like we don't we can't see beyond like that immediate that immediate kind of pleasures that we just want to grab now you know and not mm-hmm. realize what awaits us you know yeah. like what awaits us in the in the kingdom of heaven you know if you're like if you do hold this if you do like restrain yourself to some degree it is it's having that impulse <clears throat> control and i think a lot of our issues stem from like low impulse yeah. control like kind of just i'm really guilty if i just reach up reach for my phone and just start scrolling yeah. it's just that just creating space in your life to allow allow other things to come yeah, in and i also think like one thing that i've learned is that having a strong ethos in yourself that like that there is going to be things that you have to give up like mm-hmm. you can't have it all like you can't like have like for example like over the last few d- days we've you know we're, we're working on a system now where um you know we're going to have an instant hot water boiler so we're going to have a shower so we're going to have the luxuries of having a hot shower but we're working on a system of like where do we how how do we set that how do we set that system up, up in a way that can be like a medium ground you know it's obviously so it's not going to be connected to the grid mm-hmm. so we're going to need solar power to power uh to power um the pump to get the water to the boiler and then we have an instant bo- water boiler that just requires one battery but it's like the shower for example is there's not going to be like a shower well you can have like in a hotel room where you're going to be able to stand under for six hours you mm-hmm. know and, and like you're not going to be able to like fill a full bathtub you know not yeah. yet anyway um you know it's like a you're gonna have a shower for three or four minutes you know you're mm. gonna have a shower for five minutes max yeah um but you're still gonna have a shower you're still gonna be clean but you're not gonna have that 10 minute shower so like there is like there's loads of different like things like that that you have to kind of like that i feel to cr- transition over that you have to be you have to make yourself easy to serve you know yeah like you have to be able to like just maybe have one night where like for example like you, you might be you, you a few uh, maybe a year where you have to sleep in a van you know to transition over right you have to sleep in a tent or a yurt or whatever it is to transition over into that 
to whatever you're developing you know mm -hmm. if you can if you've got the money and you can buy a big property of land where you've like got all the amenities mm -hmm. but we don't want to be on the grid you know so that's the reason why we haven't done that also you know we haven't got the money to do it mm -hmm. but i wouldn't want to do that anyway you know i want the i want the i want this roughing it out you know i want the, yeah. i want the struggle of like of like figuring stuff out you know but that's i think that gets back to that point of like <coughs> seeing the true value of things when you live off grid because yeah. like you say like you can go to a hotel and use the shower for 10 hours or whatever or 10 10 minutes and but you're not you're not seeing where this water comes from you're detached from the process but if you have a shower on your land off grid you see how much water you've got in your is it an icu and ibc yeah i see you and i i see you and you see how much water you've got and you can kind of see the true the true value of what you're using and you, it makes you respect things more it's the same with you know, you know you, how to fix it too as well exactly and you go to in this system like you go to mcdonald's and you get your hamburger but you, you know you don't see the cost of that cow's life that you've just like that's sacrificed for for you to yeah. eat this i think this way of life is like yeah i think this way when you move into this way of life what i find is that you know you've got to have like a proactive way of where you like where you, you understand things are going to go wrong like mm -hmm. you're going to understand that's fundamentally part of like the experiences that things are going to go wrong things are going to need fixed like you know the like the the reason the reason why i don't the reason why i'm i'm going this way of life is because you know i don't want to have to i don't i want to be able to understand how i can fix things i don't want to have to like you know pull out a thousand pound for a, a guy who's skilled in something to come and fix something for us you know well i want to create a, a community of people who can help each other who have different skills that we can help each other in them ways so that we each of us understand different have all under each of us bring different skills to that table you know and then you don't have to pull out 700 pound to do something or you learn the skill yourself you know yeah. or you make a system that's that's not as complicated you know that can just be tweaked here you know it hasn't got a, a very sophisticated electrical system or a sophisticated like um mechanical means to like how that works you know you mm. yeah and you've no longer like it, it you know like it doesn't require because it doesn't require kind of like a specialized like um a specialized person to come in who like one person in the whole of the country knows how to do that has that part and knows how to do that job mm -hmm. you can like navigate that through more like physical practicality you can you can like navigate it more easy and more malleable you know Definitely. if you're if you're like easy to serve and you don't require like a, a, a ten thousand pound shower or a sauna you know or a, like jacuzzi no. you know you know what i mean though yeah there's like there's loads of ways of loads of ways of like navigating that you know was there anything else you wanted to touch on? Uh, and also like i wanted to mention like um because obviously people say like that i wanted to speak about like you know the when people say like oh, there's only there's is there a typical way of living off grid like there's many there can look many different ways for you you know like it depends on how you want it to how you want it to look you know it could be having an allotment <clears throat> yeah just it can look in it look a plethora of different ways it could we, just be working well, like, a job and going we, to the allotment yeah it's like we we obviously the way that we we said is that you know because we obviously for us it's like you know we don't want because people do still live off grid but and they still have electricity you know they mm -hmm. still can turn a button on and they're connected to the grid like even in portugal where we're going like people have farms and they're still connected electric grid but a part of our ethos is we wanted to we don't even want to do that you know we obviously want power we want electricity mm -hmm. want that still modern bridge but we're going to have another means that we're going to have solar power you know so we're not yeah. connected to the grid i think for us it was like and it would have all them bills you know to pay for the electricity and it's stuff like, like that like for us it's not wanting those monthly <coughs> bills because that puts a lot of stuff in your backpack which ultimately weighs you down so it's just creating like a, a, a sense of freedom with us where we don't have like loads of monthly bills coming out yeah definitely well that's the thing because if you have all them monthly bills coming out that puts 
pressure pressure on you mm-hmm. to it takes that takes also not just pressure but it takes time away from your family it yeah. takes time away from the things that you why you want to move in that lifestyle because the reason why i think a lot of people who want to move in that lifestyle for is because you know i'm not saying like you're gonna have because you're gonna have a lot of stuff to do um, there's no doubt on that it's not gonna be like just sitting putting our feet up in paradise mm-hmm. you know but the things like the, the the true things that you have to do to maintain that are going to be things that fuel like they're going to be an energy source with inside your soul that feels that's all about you like you're not going to be like working 12 hour shift to feed someone else's pocket mm-hmm. you're not going to be working a 12 hour shift to to like um to do something that doesn't nourish your soul you're going to be like doing working 12 hours on the land growing food that's something that satisfies, that satisfies you that mm-hmm. feeds your family that feeds your neighbors down the road you know like so yeah. it's like it's changing that it's changing that ethos you know like like people think that some people think like that moving this way of lifestyle is is you're going to have loads of time and stuff you know like mm-hmm. you, you might not not every time might not have as much time but it's going to be time it's going to be you're going to be like it's going to be um you're going to be putting your energy into something that f- that feels different you know feels mm-hmm. different on your soul you know definitely i think it's a difference that kind of between that quick dopamine hit and that kind of long-term serotonin satisfaction because it's like with that quick dopamine hit it's like minimal effort minimal reward it's like you get that quick little hit and long term that kind of is detrimental to yourself because you're you're selling yourself out for short-term pleasure whereas with the like a serotonin hit or the the feeling of satisfaction is it's like you kind of put the work in you put more energy your of your own energy in and you get more energy back it's like that that better energy exchange yeah definitely so obviously we um we're obviously very much in the middle of this now it's very raw but you know like plans for the future and stuff like how how do you like envision vision and kind of looking in the future you know i know that we've already said this that we're still like we're still fumbling our way through it like through this path now and we don't have the general picture of how our lives are going to look and we, we to some degree i don't want that i want i want like kind of that unexpectedness nature for the universe to creep in and go like you know mm-hmm. don't put uncertainty on something because it might even look different it might look better you know mm-hmm, yeah. it could be worse it could be whatever but I, I want that kind of i want that journey of the of the mystery to to present itself of what how is it going to look you know i don't know what's going to happen like this when we feel in our journey now there's there's so many levels of uncertainty you know we might we might have to we don't know how it's going to evolve you know like we might have to come back to matrix again and work in the matrix again but we having that openness for the universe to, to present itself and whatever and have faith that it, it will work out in the end you know we don't know how it's going to manifest yeah but how how do you how do you envision that <clears throat> i don't know i don't i've never really had a vision for things I just think God just kind of puts things in your path and it just blows blows my mind. So I'm kind of just like learning to surrender yeah. and just allow God to to do to do his uh, his and her thing. What if say like in say in three years time or something like imagine what what say in three years time it wasn't working. What would if it, like I don't know how what what that means because everything well, always works. Yeah, but like <laughs> no matter how it looks, but that's just like more of a practical question. Like imagine like say for example because people out there. Like I'll be thinking, well, I could try this for three years, and what what if it goes wrong? You know, what's going to happen? I think it's just it's so multifaceted things that could go wrong for each person, but you've just got to have faith that you can get through things. I, I don't know what to really say to that. Yeah. It's just like things always end up working out in the end. Yeah, definitely. Things can be things can be challenging. Things can be difficult. I'm not 
under the impression that it's all going to be all sunshine and rainbows. I know that things are probably going to break and we're going to be without certain things at certain times, but yeah. you you work it out. We we'll always work it out. Yeah, there's no doubt in me. Like that's I'm, I'm asking that question, like trying to like for the for people listening to the podcast, but. There's no, there's no doubt in me it's not working because I'll, I'll literally the attitude that I have is I'll die to make it happen. Like I'll yeah. literally, it sounds sounds quite counterintuitive to make that happen, but it's just the nature of who I am. Is like I'll literally like I'll go down dying just to like <laughs> just to, to make that happen, you know. Yeah. To, um, and that's probably trauma I've got as well of people seeing that you can't do stuff that I need to go to work that I need to work in because I know I've got big traumas around that that I need to work in. Like, but um, but I just I can't get away from that fact in me that I just know I'll make it happen. Like I know for a fact that I'll I'll do anything that I have to to kind of in in, in nature in in one in not and not I'll say that again. I'll do anything in harmony with love mm-hmm. to make it happen. You yeah. know I'll, I'll drive forward as much as I can. It's like when people say like oh you can't live off grid like that doesn't really affect me because I just I just it seems so ridiculous and like yeah. closed minded just to be like you can't well. I mean, from like a, I know, from like from a practical sense, because we had that quite a bit. But like from a practical sense, when someone says that to me, it's it gives me the fuel to get shit done because that's one of my traumas. Like you mm-hmm. know, we always know that trauma gets yeah. stuff done. Like we all know some of the best some of the best UFC fighters have got the most trauma. You know, yeah. <laughs> like and I can understand that. You know, like if you've got if you've got a deep trauma, like you are gonna rebel in that way physically. You mm-hmm. know, like. F- trauma gets shit done you know like physically f- practically but it doesn't mean it's it doesn't mean it's a good fuel source yeah. it might get you so far but it's not a good fuel source but i do feel that desire in me when people say like oh you can't do it it's like there's still that part of me like i'll we'll prove you wrong like i'll prove you like i'll prove you wrong but i don't need to prove them wrong you know like <laughs> do you understand what i mean no, I feel, it's like i, I don't i don't need to prove anyone wrong it's like truly it's like i'm gonna do it because that's what i want to do you know yeah so it's like trying to like move away from that trauma you know not for me it just doesn't even bother us it's just like well it's gonna happen like whether you think it is or not like you live in your mental prison that's fine yeah. but it's like it doesn't really affect me yeah so i think there's still two traumas in there when you're working <laughs> <out>. <laughs> but um what i'm trying to say is that i know that there's, there's no other for me there's no other like we have been like mm. there's it's it, there's no other like there's no other E or B. It's there's no other like come back in the come back in the matrix because I've done that and I don't want it. Yeah, you we've had I, a good taste. I'm coming back yeah, now, and it's definitely, it's definitely taste, not though. not for us. So there's there's no other way for me. You know, it's just going to be. It might look different, but it's it's gonna it's definitely going to be where we're go, where we're heading. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to look any different. You know, yeah. it's might sorry it might look a bit different, but it's not going to be much change. Um, what things are you looking forward to? Oh, so much. Really, like, just getting my hands in the dirt and just creating a little veg patch and starting to grow our own fruit and veg. Like, that is the thing that's just getting me through these days (laughs) of working this job. It's just getting my hands in the dirt and just waiting, like, seeing our veggies grow and stuff like that. It's just, like, I really can't wait. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I said this to you before, but I'm also kind of, like, I'm kind of... I'm, there's so much I'm looking forward to, but I'm also kind of trying to enjoy the process and the journey now because mm-hmm. I think I said this to you before, but I think we're in this position now, this interesting point in our journey where we always, as humans, we always like to have this final destination. Like, we've, but we're never, we never, you won't get there. You know, you yeah. you won't. Like emotionally, you think you will, but you'll get there, and then it'll be something. It'll change, and it'll be something else, and you'll want more. It's just the nature of who we are as humans. But um, I'm trying to like I said today, I'm trying to tune in and enjoy the process of like sort of day. Like I've been like doing a lot of research on like like practical things that we require. So I'm trying to enjoy that 
that process of like figuring out like what generator we need like mm-hmm. um what plumbing parts we need yeah. what electricity uh, electrical components i need so i'm trying to enjoy that like that process of of the birthing of something because i can't feel the birthing of something so i'm trying to not get carried away yeah. even though my nature is to get carried away i'm still trying to like enjoy the steps in between and enjoy it it sounds weird saying this but trying to enjoy the struggle of like of like being zapped to some degree of like having um like of working in the jobs that we're doing like working six seven eight hours in the job and then kind of coming home and like trying to squeeze me practices in and then also like trying to like research like stuff that mm. we need to do and then like you know chipping away at the because we basically we come back and we've got a list because that's one of the things that we're doing just to let people in is like you know we have physic from a practical level you know we don't have like all that we can't just pull out a hundred grand you know what i mean or mm-hmm. pull out 20 30 grand like to to do anything we want you know we're like working making a little bit of money and then we'll invest a bit of that money seeing how we use the word invest like we're investing that in some tools you know mm-hmm. so like you would over a week i bought a, a better a better cutter you know like i bought a better cutter to cut the wood um like you know like just making a little like making investments like using the matrix to make little investments that we know that are going to last us instead to be to be self-sustainable you know mm-hmm. like making plans of like like we've been drawing out plans of like how we're going to get the water to come in from the well we've been drawing out plans of like how we're going to catch the water how we're going to use the irrigation system how we're going to grow our own foods researching into like what seeds we require yeah. what plants we're going to we're going to do how we're going to do our olive harvest what do we require to do the olive harvest so there's like you know practicality it's like it's like enjoying that process of like figuring stuff out because there's so much that we don't know but that's the excitement that i feel like you need to have that excitement to some degree like you need to have the excitement of going like well i, I can't i don't know how i'm gonna like how i'm gonna like grow this fruit or harvest this vegetable or figure out this electrical system or figure out this plumbing system but mm-hmm. having the like and getting the enjoyment of like that like once you do find out imagine how much knowledge you're gonna have like like I feel like in this last year, I know this is down to like I want to give him a shout out, but this is down to Dan who listens to the podcast who we met up with. But I know like I've learned so much from him. Like and it's like I felt in this last year, I've like learned all this metaphysical stuff, but I've learned all this practical stuff as well mm-hmm. by having the right people around us, yeah. like manifesting the right people around you to like learn information on like on building building stuff like electrics, like plumbing, and like having people like having like right people around you, and also allowing my time and my energy to to go in the right areas like f- researching and stuff and like listening to watching videos about building stuff and things like that but mm-hmm. turning up in a way that like um allows me to to soak all this information in you know yeah. i think you have to be a sponge you have to like, you, you have, have to, to be humble multi, multifaceted yeah. and dynamic because you can't just like you know having all this knowledge of god is it's only going to get you so far you still live in a physical realm yeah. you still need to eat you still need to have those practical skills so it's i think you also have to not be scared like as a man speaking from a man's perspective you have to be not scared to not to, to not know like if you don't know something like for example like people won't ask questions because the, like the scared of being judged yeah like god he doesn't think i can like i can i understand how to use this tool well i don't know but i if you tell us i'll know mm-hmm. it's like having it's like the same for the for the, for divine truth like yeah. if you have like a humbleness in your soul that like you you don't know this knowledge mm-hmm. like ask a question like yeah you, you, you get there by asking questions and, and putting yourself out there and just figuring it out mm-hmm. you know being open to like being open to that i don't know 
it's like you don't always have to be the person in the room who thinks they know everything they can like you can know a lot but if you don't know something put your hand up in the class you know like yeah and there's so much beauty to have to be having that like sort of beginner's mindset and having that childlike openness just to kind of be like okay well i don't know there's always something to learn exactly and it's like having that humbleness to be like i don't know everything but i would like to learn yeah definitely it's a beautiful um quality to have anything else you want to touch on no i think we've been pretty thorough i think we're diving deep there for sure it's probably there's probably is more that we can that we can touch on i'm just trying to like as i, as I was saying that i'm trying to like <coughs> rack me brains is there anything else that we haven't scraped um i know we've scraped a lot on that um, but i just think i wanted to just try and in this podcast just wanted to try and for people i wanted to try and cover some elements while we're very it's very raw because it is very raw for us you know like mm-hmm. there's a lot going on that like there's a lot that people kind of don't get to see behind the workings of like going off grid because what's going to happen is, is like uh, we know that manifestation for we all live in our own lives and we don't get to see you don't get to see the full workings of everyone's life we always just get a snapshot of everyone's lives and there's so much parts and components and pieces and emotional work and things that are moving behind the scenes that people don't even realize like there's so much more that makes up who we are and things that we're doing that people don't even understand and what's going on and what we're doing but um i think it's important because i think in the next few months what's going to happen is is we're going to put out that vlog and then people are going to are going to see it like people are going to see it and, and think like oh they've got it all figured out but we're just stumbling through it you know like we're we're like you know we're going to document that journey but we're just yeah. we're, we're figuring it out as we go you know we're still we're still like we still there's going to be turns twists and turns in our journey we don't know how it's going to look but mm-hmm. we're just i think right now we're in that moment where we are transitioning right in the heart of it you know we've we've kind of like we've dipped out of the matrix we've bought the land we've come back into the matrix we're working on all this stuff like like to getting more money behind us buying supplies in the uk and then we're going to go back out again and we're going to see what manifests from that you know and see how it all all the cards fall you know exactly so anyway that's all i want to say <laughs> so i just yeah. think it's interesting there's probably that's why i wanted that's what my explanation why i wanted to speak about this for anyway no i think it's a good topic i think we could have because we, we had a few topics in mind that we could have spoke about and a lot of the other ones were kind of like metaphysical and stuff and i said that like i can't really go to that place at the moment because i'm in i'm quite grounded in the physical like going to work and and researching and like preparing to move on to the land so it's like it's good to kind of talk about this topic while it's still quite yeah. raw for us well, that's the interesting thing is like when it comes to i think sometimes when it comes to the to them like the we, we we do create a separateness between the metaphysical and the physical like mm-hmm. i think it's a and i have been guilty of this too where we try to see that them two things are separate but they're not you yeah. know they're they're all in the all the all at one and i think i think we'll only start to understand that more truly in the future as we start evolving who we are as people you'll start to realize as we especially for us i think as you start to live more in harmony with nature mm-hmm. you start to realize how there's not a divide between them two things it's just through our human mind we believe that there is you know yeah, like definitely. we believe that there's a time when you do the metaphysical and it's not but it's it's all it all is you know yeah even the matrix is that you know even the matrix is that you know like definitely. it's just it, it all is but it's just like kind of we do like the kind of compartmentalize like yeah I think spirituality versus the physicality of things like you know? talking about like metaphysical concepts <laughs> it's just hard for my mind at the moment yeah. i know it's all it all is like taking i know shits, i understand what spiritual you mean, and stuff like that but I under, yeah I'm, I'm i'm rooted in this like i'm rooted in like when i'm i'm educating i'm researching on a generator you can't get any more physical on a generator mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean like understand how a generator is going to pump water from the well up to the up to the house you know yeah. but there is a metaphysical component in that you know as well like mm-hmm. 
you know, you see the metaphysical vision through that lens, you know, like how it, oh, what that's going to create metaphysically, you know. Definitely. And what how more cleaner it is. It's like, it's hard to explain, but like... You feel the energy behind yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, you yeah. feel the energy more. So we'll leave it there anyway. So big love wherever you are in the world. <laughs> Peace. Big love. Hope you liked that one there. Thanks for checking it out as always. If you can, as always, check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page. The best ways to support the podcast. Um, if you're also interested in one-on-one personal coaching, please feel reach out, fill out the application on the Ascend Podcast website, and I will get back to you when I can. Other than that, that's all I'm going to say this week. Um, as you can see, me and Laura dove really deep, as we always do. Um, we're looking forward to to kind of sharing more of that journey with you in the future. We'll also be sh- documenting a lot of that on our on our weekly vlog on YouTube on our new YouTube channel that we're going to be setting up and doing. So that'll be out very soon. So each week we'll be documenting our process and our struggles and our challenges and the road to hopefully being completely off grid. Um, But other than that, we'll be sharing the journeys, the lessons and the introspection that we get on this thing from time to time anyway, as well as talking about everything else that we talk about. So I hope you're all having a great day wherever you are in the world. I know that there's people and energy behind this thing, you know, people who turn up every single week and listen to this thing. You know, I don't just kind of, it's easy for me to kind of bypass the fact that there's people out there walking around, doing whatever you're doing now, you know, whether you're walking around, you're on your own journey, you know, we're all living out our own own human experience and stumbling through this thing and working things out and figuring it out. So I love you all. I respect you. I really do mean that. I respect that. I respect you all. I respect your energy. And that's why I, I always try to turn up every single week in the best way possible that i can and i put i put so much effort into this i really do so um and i know i know you really respect that and i respect you too so anyway just to play this podcast out as i always do and this is a really cool song me and laura just actually went to visit um we went not visit sorry we went to um to a concert of this person in Manchester uh, last weekend, which was really awesome. An artist called Tash Sultana. It's Laura's favourite artist, and I really like it too. Um, And she played this song live. So this is the acoustic version of Crop Circles by Tash Sultana. Enjoy. I'll catch you in the next one uh, next week, whenever that is. Big love.
raise my head Cause somebody tell me There's a better way for this Way down on the ground right below Will I be sufficient for more? Cause somebody show me all Show me Show me Where we go mm, Tell me where we go mm.